Hello and welcome to Arlen Education's podcast on diffraction of waves. We've got quite a lot to cover today, from polarising waves to Young's double slit experiment, single slit diffraction and diffraction gratings. Let's go. I'm going to assume a basic knowledge of waves from GCSE level, so you should know the terms amplitude, frequency and wavelength. If you're not sure on these, do make sure to revisit the GCSE content before continuing. You may also remember that there are two types of wave, longitudinal waves, such as sound waves, and transverse waves, such as light waves. Transverse waves are carried by particles moving at 90 degrees to the direction of travel. If all these oscillations occur in the same plane, then the wave is said to be polarised. Unpolarised waves have particles oscillating in all directions, 90 degrees from the direction of travel. It's possible to polarise transverse waves by using a Polaroid filter. A Polaroid material contains small aligned crystals which absorb all the particles oscillating in different directions, apart from one. The polarised light is now only vibrating in one plane. If you were to then pass a polarised light through a Polaroid filter which has been rotated 90 degrees, then the Polaroid material would absorb the light as it no longer can pass through on that plane. Polaroid filters are used in a variety of contexts, such as sunglasses, cameras and LCD displays, as the filters absorb the reflection glare. Polarised waves are also used in transmitting signals to TV aerials. Transmitting a TV signal on a single plane means that there's less interference between other TV signals on other planes and makes better use of the different channels available. This means that the aerial receiver needs to be aligned correctly as well to receive the waves in the right plane, either horizontally, vertically or diagonal. Multiple waves sent at the same time from the same transmitter can be described according to their phase. The phase of a wave describes the point of the wave cycle at any particular time. Two waves which are in phase means that they have the same frequency and can be overlaid exactly so that the tops of the waves line up with each other and are at the same point of the wave at the same time. Two waves which are out of phase are at opposite points in the cycle, meaning that at one point in time, one wave is at the peak of a wave, whereas the second wave is at the trough at the same time. Two light waves in phase with each other add together constructively, and this is called superposition. This increases the amplitude of the resulting wave, and therefore increases the brightness. Two light waves which are exactly out of phase, or antiphase, are destructive and completely cancel out each other, resulting in no light. If they're just slightly out of phase, there will be some weak light with a smaller amplitude than the original waves. The same idea also applies to sound waves, which can increase the sound if in phase and cancel out the sound if exactly out of phase. How amazing is that? Noise cancelling headphones work by using a microphone to measure the frequency of the background waves and then emit sound waves which are exactly out of phase to the background sound waves, which destructively overlaps with the background sound wave and cancels out the noise by the time it reaches your ears. Clever. A few more definitions for you as we continue this topic. Coherent waves have the same frequency and the same phase. Monochromatic waves only need to have the same frequency. This means that a coherent source is also monochromatic, but a monochromatic source isn't necessarily coherent. 
A laser is a source of monochromatic light and it can be used to show interference patterns using a double slit, first designed by Thomas Young in 1801. When monochromatic light is shone through two tiny slits about two millimetres apart, the light diffracts through the slits and the two beams of light overlap. If a screen is placed about three metres away to receive the light rays coming through the slits, an interference pattern is produced. The resulting interference pattern on the screen is a series of bright and dark lines, alternating, where either the waves have constructively added together to form the bright bands, or destructively cancelled each other to form the dark lines. The waves are out of phase at the screen due to the difference in distances from the two slits to the point on the screen. This is called the path difference. We can calculate the wavelength of the light by measuring the distance between the fringes, called the fringe spacing. The equation is the fringe spacing, which is the symbol W, is equal to the wavelength, which is the symbol lambda, multiplied by the distance to the screen from the slit, which is the symbol capital D, all divided by S, the slit separation. Firstly, what would happen if you used a single slit instead of a double slit? The same pattern of dark and light lines appear on the screen, but the difference is that this time there is a central bright line which is the widest, and on either side the width and the intensity of the bright bars on the screen decrease away from the central maximum. If you use white light rather than monochromatic wave, then the central maximum would be white, but the maxima on either side would be a rainbow spectrum. The blue end of the maxima appear closest to the central maximum. As the slit width increases, the effect becomes less pronounced, as the wave is most diffracted when the slit width is approximately the same or less as the wavelength of the wave. Alternatively, a fraction degrading can be used, which is made of multiple tiny slits close together. This also diffracts monochromatic light into a series of evenly spaced light and dark bands, which are fewer and further apart than the two slit experiment. The equation for the diffraction grating is d sine theta is equal to m lambda, where d is the distance between the slits on the grating, theta is the angle between the order of maxima, n is the order of the maxima, and lambda is the wavelength. So for example, to find the angle between the two second order lines, d is the slit spacing you'd be told in the question, theta is what we're trying to find, n is equal to 2 because we're trying to find the second order line and lambda is the wavelength, which is also specified in the question. Try a few exam questions to practice using this formula and make sure that you learn what each symbol means before the exam. After all, no use having the formula if you don't know what it means. And lastly, you need to know that diffraction gratings are used in spectrometers and astrophysics, which determine the composition of stars and can be used to measure atomic spacing and materials. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to follow Arlen Education or like us on Facebook for updates, free guides and information for our online group tuition classes and private tutors.